Hello and welcome to the Hunters Hub, the video game podcast born of the Monster community, and I am very happy that, that did not phase me today. Um, Ace sounded like uh, some sort of SpongeBob character saying "clap" today. Um, <laughs> by the way, welcome back, Ace. How you doing? Uh, I'm pretty okay. We'll get back to you on that. Pretty later. okay, <laughs> despite work giving yeah. giving its all. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm supposed to be building a website for work and everything has changed on me building websites as far as like tools go. So I would have loved to have feel built a website having no probe programming experience versus what I had to do oh, today. I mean, I have the experience. They just changed everything. So I don't know where anything or what to do anything with. I was just like, yeah, the, how do I just start? No, I can't. No, that's not. No, it's like that was like a good couple days of me Googling, trying to figure it out. I'm almost saying, screw it. I'll do it in old technology and we'll just do it the old way. Cause I know that. But yeah, so it's, it's just been, I figured it would have slowed down for you being out of the holiday season, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I did the homework and it still was a mess. Yeah. So usually for Fridays and then Saturday mornings, I am on the busier account. And I started at 1 o'clock yeah. yesterday, so 1 p.m. And then worked until midnight, or not midnight, 11 p.m. Uh, I had seen at 1.30 how busy it was going to be yesterday and then today mm. and put in the legwork and had my team assist me to get some stuff updated for today so that we could at least be somewhat ahead for today and it was still a mess Yikes. and I still got shit for it like Sasha's despite job too. doing doing some I don't know preemptive work doing some planning ahead yeah and still it, it didn't go well as they had hoped yeah pretty much yeah one of the uh, account managers came in and was not receptive to the realities of the situation and was not considerate of the efforts that I had put in. Mm. So that was fun to deal I with. Get you. But my team team members had my back, so I at least have that. That's good. It's not like at least you know you don't have like infighting and people yeah. vying for credit and yada yada. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is what it is. We're well, I'm, I'm glad you survived at least. Yeah, we're going to be addressing it this week and seeing what we can do. It's a little bit weirder, too, because uh, my boss is out on maternity leave. So she's going to mm. be gone till about April, middle of April, I think. So fair enough. Oh, yeah, it's that it does leave kind of a 
a gap with some confusion, I, I assume, especially of being your manager. Well, not so much, but in like the day-to-day stuff, it's just like having a buffer between mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And then like also, you know, having someone who can take the feedback and filter it through to like a sure. non like immediately aggressive point because I'm sure that the account manager that jumped in wasn't coming at it with an aggressive or like hostile intent but when it's out of the blue and like immediately grilling me on stuff it kind of comes across as hostile and aggressive gotcha have you have you seen um is it called Parenthood or Parenting? I don't know. The one with Billy Crystal? I've talked about it a couple times. He's like, I'm coming at you with my green pants and my blue voice and like all this like like kindergarten talk that he's just now learning as like this old grandpa. It was it's a pretty funny. I'd have to find the actual quote. That's kind of what like it reminds me of like when people are just coming at you too aggressive. You gotta come at me with that blue voice. <laughs> yeah. And here is Oreo again. She is being super clingy lately. Um, so how you doing, Sasha? <laughs> Welcome. Also living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh God! Please don't. Please, please no. Yeah. Don't use that term. I mean, please. The alternative is I'm here. I'm here, and I'm not crying. That's that's the alternative. <laughs> I I oh, accept boy. that better. That is like. <laughs> I was, I was worked up today to the point where I was almost in tears. Yeah. My uh, my job has just been in the fuck around stage for a while, and they are currently in the find out stage, and they're a little unhappy mm. about that. It's the yeah. less fun stage. Yeah, please. It's fun for me. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> please don't use the. Please don't use the living the dream. Oh. Yeah. Quote. Well, when I worked at Sam's Club, everyone. Everyone used that, and I was like, "Oh, so that just means you're dead inside." I mean, because I ain't like, lying I would to actually you. genuinely ask, I would genuinely ask people how they're doing, and they'd be like, "Live in the dream." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so yeah, you don't want to actually have a real conversation." Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, not when we're supposed to talk about event. video games. I'm. Yeah, I don't need to get in any real shit about it. It just sucks. I've yeah. said it before. No, I'm, I girl boss I'm just too saying, hard. Like, My job sucks. I have, <laughs> I have like a degree of PTSD from it. I get it. Sure, it's it's like when a, you know, when a girl, you know, is like deciding like not to keep talking to me, and she says, "You're a great guy," but and I'm like, "Nope, please no, <laughs> not a great guy. Don't call mm-hmm. me that. It's not you. It's me." Oh, dude, I'd rather have that. That was, uh, for context, that's what my uh, ex said when she left me. You're a great guy, just not the guy for me. And I'm like, great. And now I'm hearing that all the time. Well, not all the time, but I heard it a lot in a row. So, yeah, I I understand the uh, PTSD from (laughs) a phrase. No, 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 cat, cat, stop. I don't want you to stop, like, a keyboard and stop recording. Please, just, just cool it. Just chill. 
I know. Your love is too big to stay on but, the desk, but please stop. But cat, there is no chill. Only cat. Speaking of like no chill, I don't know if you guys can see it. The red marks on my hand here. That is from the uh, the other cat giving me a high five as I chucked him off my desk. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. And I was because I was trying to eat lunch at my desk and work, and they were getting up in my lunch, so I just chucked him. And then he turned around midair and reached for me with his claws. And I was like, no! <laughs> oh. So in other words, you fucked around and you found out. Yeah, but, yeah. So, um, and welcome for the first time as an official co-host, Dylan. How you doing? Good. Sounds like I'm doing a little bit better than y'all. You guys are like... <laughs> Congratulations. De- depressed, <laughs> man. You gotta... Lighten up. We're talking about video games, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're, at least they're fun. <laughs> well, I also have another degree of PTSD from yeah. gaming oh lately. So, But, uh, yeah, I mean, things in life suck, but video games are a great way to find that release from <laughs> reality. So uh, I'm mm-hmm. excited to talk about them. And, uh even though this week we got a letter that our mortgage payment's going to be like $500 more a month this, this year because oh. they undervalued our our taxes and our escrow's going way up. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, oh, fun. Like I said, life can suck, but just, you know, I'll just try to keep a smile on my face, I guess. And when I. <laughs> do, the, do, the, do the inverse of the. Pedro's Pascal meme. Life is bad, but it can yeah, always be yeah, worse. It can be. That's true. Like, <laughs> you know, wow. we might have to pay more, but we can afford it. And we got the house, and we're still alive. So <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. just be happy with what we got. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, in addition to video games, as my fiance calls it. Uh, my touch of the tism, my hyperfixation. Uh, I collect shiny things lately. That's been my hyperfixation lately of collecting multi tools. What for better or worse? But at least it has Leatherman. Uh, Leatherman. It's the much contested arc, or the much maligned in by some people arc. Looks like a good one. It's pretty nice. People just are extra pissed about the wire cutters and some of the quality control issues. Some are legitimate. Like uh, one guy got one with two saws on his. And it's supposed to be one saw Mm -hmm. and like a file. So that one is like a little bit more understandable. But like other people's other people have been like complaining about like the stamping and the plier heads so there's like a little bit of extra metal material in the leather in the leatherman lettering and some people are complaining about that when that has no impact on the tool being able to work properly or not okay so yeah but like like marge simpson i just think yeah, they're neat <laughs> So, um, 
tonight we're going to be getting to know Dylan a little more uh, with with his uh, gaming background and preferences and what whatever we can think of. Um, and I also have some some things to talk about tonight as well because a lot has happened for me gaming wise this week, uh, and I just wanted to talk about it too. We were going to have another topic to go with Dylan stuff, but I just I have a lot to talk about too. So. Um, so one of the things, and I'll, I'll lead off with this. I, I, I talked to, I mentioned this before the show, show to Sasha. I have played a game that I think Sasha will enjoy, uh, okay. very much so. Now hear me out. Robocop Rogue City. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, it's right there in your backyard of Detroit. Um, maybe not the Detroit that you know now, maybe sort of the eighties destitute, uh, everything is a crime Detroit, like Robocop world. However, this game is in my perspective, all of those, uh, like fallout and all that kind of stuff, except your Robocop. I mean, that's a bold statement for you to be making to someone like me. Now, like Fallout. The only only thing is that there's not a a bunch of stuff to pick up, like like uh, there's not a bunch of junk around the world, which is why I'm so high on it, because I'm like I don't have to deal with so much inventory management, and you are, you know. You don't have vats, but it feels like it quite a bit because you are RoboCop and he does the target computing. And you yeah, actually more have like, to shoot. like Red Dead, like Red Dead's system. Yeah, and it doesn't always slow down. It only slows down in certain gotcha. situations. But you have a perk system. And that perk system includes increasing his uh, emotional chip to give more dialogue options and better dialogue options. Uh and sort of role playing are you mm-hmm. going to be robocop are you going to be uh a little bit more of his human side uh, are you going to be receptive to the detroit public are you going to be like oh my god am i going to support ocp and their agenda <laughs> like it is i can't believe i'm gonna play a robocop game <laughs> I'm serious. It's (laughs) nuts. Like I started playing it and I was like, here I'm excited because it's like part of my like boomer shooter. Like I'm just like, yeah, I'm all, it is not a boomer shooter. It is funny. It is a corridor. It is a corridor shooter in parts, but an exploration and talk to NPCs and do dialogue options. Part of the other stuff. Now I will say, I don't think that there's a lot of branching paths per se. But there is more dialogue options given the right paths. And you can miss secrets and stuff if you don't have the right skill points and like detection and that kind of thing. Mm. So it feels like I felt like I was playing a better Fallout 3. For me. For me. Obviously, Fallout Sounds is like a it's different... more of a better like rage or. Sure. Yeah, yes. rage. That's the one. Yes, it, like, it, it is more focused on the FPS mechanic than it is the RPG mechanic, but the RPG mechanic, I don't think they slouched on. Um, okay. Okay. 
it is a weird so like so when i was thinking boomer share because a lot of times you're fast and like you are robocop you are slow like your run speed is like a normal walk cycle for people like like so you do have to do a lot of shooting of like okay so kill these people before they kill me kind of thing but you do get repair kits that you find uh there is a lot of scavenging for like repair kits or upgrades uh, and that kind of stuff uh, and there's choices on how you what what buffs you want on your auto nine his his iconic uh like extremely automatic pistol that he has um you can focus on like combat upgrades or personality upgrades all sorts of stuff um and it's a decent story so far um and there was a side quest for me to stand at the desk at the Detroit police station and just listen to people's problems and see like, just like quick, like we'll look into that or we'll, we'll, uh, we'll arrest those people. Or there was one unfortunate situation where this woman was reporting someone missing. And then I had already through other discussions and other like side quests discovered that that person was already dead. So I had to inform her that her son was already dead and part of a crime that we were investigating um, stuff like that. So like it, it's fairly good. And if you enjoyed the RoboCop movies, it's, uh, as one reviewer, I watched a review on it, uh, by a couple people. As one reviewer said, it's the best RoboCop since RoboCop two. Like, okay. Bold. So. All right. And, All right. I'll trust you on this. It's not super expensive from what I understand, too. I don't, I don't think it's... I'm sure it'll... I'll put it on my wish list. I'm sure it'll be on sale. Like... And I am playing this on the Series X. Uh, it is, I think, my first uh, non-old game that I've played on the Series X. Like, I don't think I played anything new until this. Because um, what did I start out playing? What was the first... I don't remember. I'd have to look back at my notes from last year. Of what I've played everything. Um, no, I'm pretty sure I played some sort of new game. But anyways, that being said, yeah, it's really good. I want, immediately is when I started having dialogue options and then putting skill points into like personality and that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. And there's all sorts of like, uh, like literal like they appreciated that or they will remember that or, or that kind of thing. Okay. Like, like from, uh, telltale games, telltale games. Yeah. So there might be some, some amount of branching, but I, I don't think it's going to be as complex as a telltale game. Um, and it's mixed with some pretty awesome FPS mechanics. Also, okay. it's super gory, like super gory. I do love that. I do I'm, love that. There's a weapon, there's a weapon mod to get more gore. That is just a thing. Like one of the things that is on the upgrade tree is just more gore. I was like, okay, sure. Uh, and it's also fun. You get to do RoboCop things like pick up a dumpster and throw it at people. Or uh, there was this part where there was like a, a machine gun pointing down a hallway. It was like. I guess I just got to peek around the corner and shoot. And then I realized you can just literally, cause it's just drywall on the other side. So you run past it and you just walk through the rooms of drywall, just 
walk through them because you're RoboCop, just busting through each of the walls till you're beside him and then take out the machine gun guy. Um, nice. It is. It is funny. I, the I will say that the thugs or the criminals, most of them are pretty on par with the ridiculousness of the Borderlands people, like like bad guys, just like okay. the really over the top, super crackhead, high energy people. Um, yeah, it's it is a such way different game than I expected. Like I was just expecting. Play the level. RoboCop, go through the level. Cool. Cutscene. Level two. Do this. No. It is exploration, talking to people, discovering stuff. I think there are things that can be absolutely missed. Like, so, RoboCop. I'm I'm not finished with it yet, but I'm, like, in chapter three. And I've put a good 15 hours into it now, I think. So. Okay. That that is that is my one like you got to try this out. So, um, I don't want to focus too much on stuff I've been playing since we are here to learn a little bit about Dylan. So Dylan, what are like uh, so so we know you're into Monster Hunter. Yep. Um, you've talked about the Dark Souls stuff. Like, so mm-hmm. what would you say is your sort of like top five series? Top five series, yeah, yeah. Number one, Monster Hunter, easy. That's sure. A, that's a gimme. Um, and number two would be Soul Series slash Elden Ring, however you're going to put that in there, right? Yeah. Um, and then I got to think a little bit more on that. Uh, top five. So. Um, or you could even go hey, with the genre. Yeah. I mean, Halo specifically was, in terms of shooters, was always one of the best. I mean, I grew up with that. I. We got Xbox yeah. when it like first came out in like oh one or whatever, so we got that game with it. You know, I remember watching mm-hmm. my brother, my brother play that game when I was like three years old or something. I was watching him play, <laughs> and then you know that's just so that's always been God. big. Um, I even played Halo Infinite, the newest one. Some it's good. It's you know like people complain about the battle pass and stuff, but I don't really buy that anyways. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm okay with battle passes as far as like microtransaction transactions go. To me, they're fairly harmless. Um, yeah. In fact, I even yeah. occasionally like them. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not getting the Call of Duty one, but I have, I do have the Diablo one, and I've had yeah. all three seasons of it. Yeah, and so I mean, I don't play those games as much anymore online, just because. I'm not as good as I used to be, you know, and don't have as much time as some of the people that do play those games to get as good. So I like mm-hmm. obviously a lot more of the single player kind of games. And I have certainly felt that. <laughs> yeah. Lately. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jared and, then... and I played some Call of Duty today, and we, I was feeling the rust coming off today. I did not. Now, I did do a 31 and 10 on one match, but I feel like that was just luck i don't feel like that was me destroying the lobby but go ahead yeah and then uh thinking probably would be i mean this might sound like recency bias or whatever we did just talk about it last week and there's a new one coming out that i'm pretty excited for but dragon's dog was one of those pretty Mm -hmm. high ones for me um just because like we said before um 
last week where like it came out as like a replacement essentially for monster hunter for western audiences uh, yeah which is why i didn't like it right and i understand i understand that point of view but for me when i played it i'm like this is as close to monster hunter as i can get that's not on the psp because that was all i had i just had you know freedom unite freedom one and so yeah you know had played those to death and so i was just like yeah i'll just play this and i need something new yeah and i loved it i loved it and i've replayed it a couple different times since and um just super and, and pumped like for the i next said one. before the show i have started a save on it at this point yeah like this i did pick it up on pc because i was kind of running out of things you, to play before have you got past Diablo? the dreadful escort quest because that's like the first hurdle once you're past that it's better i think that's where i'm at yeah i literally just kill not killed but maimed the hydra the hydra and then you got to take the hydra head on the ox cart and you got to go all the way to the main city with it and you got to keep the ox alive <laughs> that is where i'm at uh, um, and i of course rolled a warrior because that's what i do so yeah and here we are one just one thing if you think if you if you want to make that quest go a lot easier you can kick the ox and it'll run faster and a lot of people don't know that that you can kick the ox and he'll run faster now you do a tiny bit of damage when you kick him so if you're like a mage you can kick him as much as you want and keep healing him and so that's an easy way to kind of breeze through that quest as fast as possible i'm as <laughs> physical damage as you can get so i will yeah. probably avoid that strategy <laughs> the, you just switch just for the quest you just switch for the one quest get the healing spell and then you, you know but i mean if it's not if you can do it the other way it just takes a lot longer because <laughs> the thing walks gotcha. so slow <laughs> um yeah i think i think that is the furthest i've got is that escort quest and i think i did quit during it in my i, I think that's where i stopped playing too because i definitely yeah. did the hydra fight and then yeah it's a big oh, hurdle i got <laughs> i got killed in the hydra fight like four times and I was like, what is the problem? Because you get swallowed, yeah. but like all of the pawns were too dumb to get me out. Oh, so like, yeah. I was just like, okay, so I get like five minutes of me being slowly swallowed until a game over. Reload last checkpoint. Like, I, you, I think uh, I got swallowed like four times. If you, uh, if you go in and you can hire pawns that are a higher level than you. Um, I if did. You're, Oh, you did. Okay. But it was a ranger or, or okay. an archer or whatever. Yeah. Cause so, they like, like, they were shooting it with arrows and I'm like, that's not helping buddy, please. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they like learn knowledge based on whatever experiences they've had in their game or in your game. And so like, if they didn't know how to save you, which your punk wouldn't at that point, then, you know, so. Oh, I, I got, I got through it. <laughs> I got through yeah. it by not getting swallowed. That was that was the strategy. Don't get swallowed. And I, yeah. I did it. Yeah, so that's that first big hurdle in that game. If you can get past that quest, it gets a lot better. Plus, you unlock uh, hybrid vocations after that quest once you get to the big city. And those are a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, there's like the uh, battle mage. Well, it's, not, it's called the Mystic Knight. It's like a battle mage. So you can be a caster with a big shield and have a mace. Or you can be... Uh, the magic archer which uses a magic bow and shoots like 
magic bolts and stuff. It's pretty fun. That one's fun. And then there's the uh, oh the assassin where you can use bows and swords and stuff like that. So uh, okay, we'll see. Yeah. Those are All pretty right. fun. Those are probably the most powerful like OP ones, especially in the end game. Uh, people use hmm. the magic archer to like. You can you get this one like uh, attack where you can bounce your bolts off of the wall, and they go into this mm. little dungeon area where this huge um, enemy spawns. One of the hardest ones in the game, and you just fire that around the corner the whole time and kill it. <laughs> oh, the cheese strat. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. so there are a lot of fun. Those ones are fun too. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, so dragon's dogma, and I get yeah. You know, I yeah, I guess like one more. I would put this might be a sin to just combine all these into one that I'm sure Sasha will let me know if it is, but I'd put like Elder Scrolls and Fallouts and stuff all on just Bethesda. Yeah. I mean RPG. I, yeah, I've spent <laughs> spent enough time on those that they should probably be on the list, you know. <laughs> so Okay. So of of the Elder Scrolls, which is your favorite? I guess I shouldn't say Elder Scrolls. I've only played Skyrim with the Elder Scrolls. Sorry. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, because Sasha has opinions on those Elder Scrolls Yeah. Games. So, I mean, I've played... Starting starting with three. I'm the, I think I'm the only one to play Starting with one. Morrowind being, like, one of the greatest games of all time. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. I also learned that apparently I'm a Morrow boomer. That's, okay. that's like, a thing. Did someone call I mean, you I that on the internet too. or something? <laughs> well... Because I think that Morrowind is better than Oblivion and yeah. Skyrim. That I'm a Morrow boomer. Yeah. But, you know, say. you just can't fight with the facts. I'm sorry. It is just the best game. Of the three, the one I played the most is Morrowind. The only one I've finished is Skyrim. However, of the three, the most I played is Morrowind. I think that beating Morrowind is an accomplishment even if you do it with a guide <laughs> is it, it is yeah serious don't they have no fast travel in that one kind there's of fast so oh, there's there fast travel but like not from your personal map you have to do it from the cities okay. of course yeah you have so to there's use the limitations long strider if i if i remember correctly yeah. there's boats too um, okay yeah okay yeah and mark and recall yeah, so those mm. games in general, and I've played Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, so I've played a fair share of those games. Um, something about the uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland is always enjoyable every once in a while. Um, it's like my least favorite <laughs> setting. I don't, yeah. I read today that if you play Fallout 3 on your Series X, that it has a free upgrade to 4k and 60 for uh fps so i'm like hmm. it's on there it's on the game am pass. i gonna play i i own this anyway so yeah yeah so that's oh, probably okay. off the top of my head that's gonna be my top five <laughs> series sure. okay respectable um what do you what is your to play opinion as? of go ahead <laughs> What is your opinion of Kezu? Great. I love Kezu. <laughs> You've passed, I guess. 
Yes. <laughs> um, no, I I like him. You know, I remember him being. He was like one of the first walls I had in like Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. Um, I was a lot younger at the time, but I remember mm-hmm. not being for, able to beat his three star urgent quest in the village. And for reference, Sasha, this is the penis wearing. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I was younger at the so time, so I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> I'm just you trying gotta, to give Sasha context. Yeah. You, you got I mean, to be I, more subtle than about? that. You can't just whip it out there like that. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I whipped out when I saw it. Like, that was like, the first thing I said. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things we've done, Dylan, I, I don't know if you listened to I've him. listened we, to him. We, yeah, I know what you referred yeah. to, the, the guest, the monster podcast yeah, sasha here. describes monsters mm-hmm. we i think i've been wanting to do another one because i think we have either one or two left like if we if we kind of push i think we can get just one left done i'm down so, for it i was trying to play along when when she was describing them i'm like and sometimes i was faster and sometimes i'm like oh man he got that way before me so <laughs> yeah i mean it helps that i as as Andrea puts it, uh, hyperfixate on things. I yeah. made my own Monster Hunter encyclopedia or Monsterpedia, if you will. There you go. Um, That's cool. And it's as recent, I think, as Ice Break, Iceborne. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. some. I think some. Actually, some of Rise. Some of Rise. Not yeah, I think, I think you stopped doing it, and I think you got a couple things of rise, and that was about it. Also, so yeah, I've got like a deep working knowledge of appearances and stuff, but some some descriptions trip me up with. Uh, oh yeah, Sasha would like fixate on a pictures. thing. I was like that. Hey, okay, <laughs> no one, yeah. no one's gonna get this one because she is. I mean, <laughs> but that's the I point. don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Well, that's the point. She's an outsider, so she doesn't have those preconceptions of what a monster is and does. And back She's to the, looking at a picture. Talking about the Kizu, I remember specifically in uh, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, me and my brother both would get the Kizu Greatsword and would use that like almost exclusively for the first, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a long time. Like, we used it for most of the game. Um, yeah. yeah, it's so a good one. Okay. Uh, throughout my Freedom Unite playthrough, I was a longsword main. Mm-hmm. I think when I was first starting out, I was trying to do either sword and shield or great sword, and I was just getting bodied by that Kezu constantly. Yeah. I tried like a bunch of different weapons. I switched to like a uh, light bow gun, heavy bow gun, and I just was not getting it. So then I I think I ended up at the time, and this was like back in middle school, I took a break and then I came back to it a little while later and finally figured out like the more of the mechanics of the game Yeah. and did some prep work and upgraded my weapons and armor as far as they could. And then I got it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a first little wall there in that game, um, if you don't. Yeah know as much about the game <laughs> mm-hmm. um so so another question that i had for you is if you could bring back a series a game series that has been dead in the water what would it be 
Can I say Elder Scrolls, or is that still... <laughs> That's being worked on. <laughs> I know. Knowledge. So, yeah. Um, let me think about that one. That's kind of a tough one. Um, so, I'll, I would have... I'll continue with... Go straight on, up, yeah. I would have like, said I would have said Dragon's Dogma, but they're like, "Oh, we're bringing that back now too." I guess you know, I don't know. Give me a minute to think about that. I might be able to. Sure, with um, <laughs> I'll talk about uh, one of the things that that Sasha. So I know you haven't, you still haven't been playing Baldur's Gate, right? No, I literally have only been reading because I also have a hyperfixation, and it's Crescent City, Sex right. and Diablo. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I remember. You, I might have. Yeah, that's the one I might have. One of the ones that I might have. To I got to get through the rest of this book by Tuesday because that's when my book is coming out. Well, you'll do it. I mean, I. It's not even we'll a see. question. We'll see. <laughs> it depends um, on if it's a mom day tomorrow or a dad day tomorrow with Ripley. If it's a fair. mom day, I will not be getting through this book. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Well, uh, so the second playthrough has been finished uh, with my two friends. Wow. We finished it last night. I will say I have now fully experienced the Shadow Heart romance uh, and seen the cutscene. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's whatever. It's 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 on par with like Mass Effect of like, Oh, it's there's a little bit of nudity and fade to black. You know what I mean? Like, well, kind of that. However, not only did I see Shadowheart, but I also saw the druid Halson, and he was indeed 100% a bear. Uh, yes, that is the plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. Funny as hell. I was I the three wait. of us. The three of us were just dying laughing. And he, so here's the thing. I was like, the, a lot of the romance stuff sort of comes up around the same time. And it's like obviously when you go to bed. So like Halson was night one, Shadowheart was night two, and then there was a third on night three, which was um I don't remember her name, but the devil that controls Will. <clears throat> oh. His um, patron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took a liking to me, so we did that one. Well, look at you. And then I was uh, I was the dragon whore, because I'm playing a dragonborn. So Love I was that. the dragon whore. Three, three nights in a row. And dragon then that was daddy. The only one that I had an opportunity with that I passed was the Mind Flayer. So, <laughs> for obvious you're reasons. Not, you're not into tentacles? I am not. Wow. Well, let's just say I'm not into tentacles with sharp teeth inside of them. Yes. <laughs> however, however <laughs> the other two both slept with the Mind Flayer. So I did see that one. Well, that is. Um, but that we is did a do. Treat. We did do a full playthrough. Uh, in fact, I actually, the way that it ended up. So my first playthrough, even though I did the romance correctly, uh, Shadowheart ended up being uh, with me at the end, anyways. Right? Uh, even though we didn't get the cutscene, 
But in this one, uh, because I didn't do certain story quests, it was like, okay, this was awesome, and I think I'm probably going to have an. I'm probably always going to love you, but I have to do my own thing. We have to part ways, and she sort of like broke up with me at the end of the game, and I was like, mm. I didn't expect that, but okay. And then Allison was like, "So, how you doing?" I'm like. <laughs> Halson, it was a one night thing. Want to go back thing. to the Grove? <laughs> Halson, I'm, it was a one-time thing. I'm sorry. We're close friends, and it was great, but uh, I'm just not into the bear thing every night, all right? <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. Oh, man. I love that. I love so, that. So just a little quick update. Uh, of, of Baldur's Gate. We did it. Uh, also, the final fight, which I won't spoil, um, there's a mechanic to it that I forgot. So that battle lasted uh, an hour and a half longer than oh I, it should have. So, yeah. Uh, I should have not been skipping as much dialogue as I was because we had already played it, all of us, except for Heath, and Heath doesn't care. So, Yeah. I, I figured it out, though. We, we got through. We won. Um, so was that uh, enough time for you, Dylan? Sorry. For sure. I got a couple I could say, but I think the biggest one uh, for me, I really enjoy I only played the second one of these, but um, the Portal mm -hmm. series. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I think... Good luck getting Valve to do anything on a three. Yeah. Come on, I man. Mean, yeah. I, it's the lost cause, I think, but... Um, yeah, you know, the the second one was so quirky and funny, and also made you think with the puzzles and stuff. So it was just a, mm -hmm. just a good time all around, and it was kind of chill too. You didn't have to be, you know, super nah, vigilant yeah, yeah. while you're playing. You don't have to be sweating while you're, you know, try hard gamer while you play. You can just relax. <laughs> no, and it was funny. It was really funny. Yeah, at times. Yeah, what's the that one? The guy that's the voice. Um, He's the scientist or whatever. I forget what his name is in the game. <laughs> He's uh, talking about all the different experiments that they do on all the people and stuff. And mm -hmm. Oh, funny. you're talking about J.K. Simmons uh, voices the... Yeah, what's the scientist's name in-game? No, I forget what his name is. Oh. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I feel like I can yeah. We're I mean, going to consult Google. I played this when it came out, like yeah. that's, and I didn't play it since, so... Yeah, I've got. We're talking like what? Cave like, Johnson. Yeah, there you go. Cave Johnson. Is. Those are his audio logs are hilarious. I and mean, then I love like Glados and the potato and how she's super sarcastic about that most of the time. Oh, <laughs> that is like one of my kids' favorite lines because it appeared in a funny video or okay. funny as in funny YouTuber. Um, and there was this like emote thing in one of the Roblox games that was like. Yes, in case you were wondering, I am still a potato, or whatever the line is. And they just had that as a voice line of the game, and they thought it was the funniest thing. So for like a week, they were saying that constantly. Yeah. Especially Emery. In case you were wondering, yes, I am still a potato. <laughs> so yeah, that's that one would be cool, I think. Um, okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, do you two have some questions? Hmm. 
I think you were gonna ask about like what uh what he likes to play as. So in uh, mm-hmm. like what's your play style in in your Bethesda games? Yeah. How you like to? Yeah. So I mean, we we brushed on a little last week, but uh, archery is one of my favorite things in games. Um, mm-hmm. Which stems from you know real life archery I'm into and stuff and um, sure whatnot. So. Um, Bethesda definitely in Skyrim was sneaking with a bow for most of my playthroughs, but like we said, a lot of people <laughs> ended up doing that. Yeah, I mean um, that's that's just how you play the game. Yeah, that's it was, but like it was just Skyrim in a nutshell. Yeah, if you're talking yeah. Fallout, I'm going, I guess the Fallout version of that. I'm going the same with like high perception and a sniper rifle and trying to sneak and pick them off from a, Interesting. From a distance, which isn't always the best. I would you like in Fallout Four, I would have. The best sniper rifle and the best shotgun. So I'm like, mm. sniper rifle till they're too close. Well, they're heading now that's <laughs> that's the mark of an old Halo player: snipers and shotties. Yeah, that yeah, is, probably is where that comes from. That so. that is a, that is an old. <laughs> I feel Halo like thing. the 50 caliber is yeah is necessary in New Vegas. Um, I, yeah, that's, that's because of the damage threshold mm-hmm. that you need to deal with, and with like every every high level enemy. One of my favorite um, mods I played with on on Fallout Four specifically, it was a five times damage mod for me and them. So I took five times damage and I dealt five times damage, which just it was fun because it added like a little more realism in the fact that like I didn't have to shoot someone twenty times to kill them, but they all I didn't get to get shot twenty times to die either. Like they would kill me really quick too. So I felt like there was more tension in there. Fair enough. Um, that was one of my favorite things. So yeah. Um, what did, yeah. What do they call that? There's a There's a mode for. Is it just called hardcore? And uh, the Call of Duty does this, where you have like no oh, yeah. HUD. You yeah. have like everything is like nearly lethal. Yeah. Um, they I, have like some survival and hardcore modes in Fallout Two, but they're not that hardcore. It's more just like you've slow healing. Like you're not yeah. gonna open up your menu and pause the game and take five stim packs and be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and then I guess in Monster Hunter, we'll just segue that because it is a Monster Hunter podcast. And I'll just like my main weapons were always bow and gray sword. Those were my two biggest played weapons ever um yep but i do like to consider myself like a general like i like i can play every weapon um like this last time through world here i was playing it with insect blade and sword and shield and hunting horn so um oh i'm a i'm a one weapon dude yeah per game now i will change it up between games but i am a one weapon dude per game yeah and i, I don't feel like learning 14 different play styles in my no sunbreak, in my sunbreak playthrough on my Xbox, I uh, I made every weapon uh, an element for every weapon type. <laughs> so I made five of every weapons, all maxed out like at the end, because <laughs> I was just like, you know, grinding that anomaly stuff. So you end up with so much material. So I made a build for every weapon type, for every element. That so I had like <laughs> more than I did, um, and I I just crown hunted. That was yeah. that was that was it. So I try to be proficient with everything in Monster Hunter because it's all interesting, I guess, to me. Whereas in other games, mm-hmm. not necessarily the case. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, initially... I, I do that with a couple games. Yeah. Like, I don't do that with Monster Hunter, but, like, uh, like let's say, for, Call, for, for instance, Call of Duty, I don't stick to one type of gun. Yeah. I gold a gun, and then I move on to a new gun. And then I gold that one, and then I move on to a new one. Or, like, Diablo. Uh, every season, I've been playing a different class. This, this season, for me, is Druid. Um, I have already got a necromancer, a sorceress, and a rogue to 100. So number four is going to be druid, and the last one is going to be barbarian, which would usually be my number one. But I started with the least interesting and then went from there. To be least interesting to me. Um, However, the sorceress would probably be near the top of interesting i just now it's just a circle because they're in a circle so i just kept going in the circle (laughs) but yeah okay archery so so what kind of things have you done with archery in real life like did you there was like a high school team that you played on no it's just been a hobby um actually it's mostly i don't shoot as much as i i build bows so I've done a okay. lot of the woodworking and stuff, and I've made several bows, and I've made arrows and stuff too. And so a lot of it comes from that. I, I, I like building them even more than shooting them, but I shoot them sometimes, especially now because I can now in my backyard and whatnot because we've got enough room. But, mm. um, yeah, it's it's fun. I, I've made them out of everything from fiberglass to wood to metal to you name it. <laughs> to pvc pipe when i was in high school (laughs) if if i was if i i really hate my high school right now sometimes because one of the things that before we went back to walking on the flood wall my dad brother and i um we would go back to the high school and walk at the track and one time we're walking around the track this is pretty early in us doing this and there's a building it says uh, huntington huntsman archery and i was like the fuck how did you get archery like i had to petition for soccer and you guys threw it away and here we because like all that was when i was in high school was Mm -hmm. football basketball and track that's it that was all the sports for for boys girls had volleyball oh no wait no i'm wrong there was golf there was a golf team uh but like now they have wrestling and archery and like there was something else that I was just like, damn you, I would have done so many more sports because <laughs> they were the yeah. interesting ones. Yeah, they definitely have more options nowadays than they did. But what do you they do? Still don't have soccer, freaking Hillary really bumpkin shits. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm making fun of my own high school. Obsessed on that one. Oh, I, that was a big thing for me as a kid. We got a petition of, keep keep in mind, this is a 400-person high school, right? Got a petition with 150 signatures on it saying that they would be interested in a soccer team. Nothing. The athletic director took the uh, list, was like, wow, you put a lot of work in this, and this was interesting, crumbled up in front of me. And threw it in the trash and said, I'm not le- letting uh, soccer players tear up my football field. Oh, my God. And I God. was like, oh. 
That guy ended up being my track coach senior year. Guess which year I did not do well in track. <laughs> I mean, Actually, no. it's not like junior the and field doesn't year. get torn up with football. What are you talking about, you dingus? Oh, the rubber cleats versus the spiked cleats. It's It was a whole thing mm-hmm. for people. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. But, like, what am I going to do? I was a kid. I, I did what I felt I could do. Well, maybe you can get your daughters into the archery programs now that they got. <laughs> no, I'm avoiding all sports with the kids. Not because they don't think oh. they deserve it. It just means more stuff for my ex-wife to try to get me to pay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do support whatever they're in. But, like, yeah. she puts them in way too much. Like say, uh, you gotta when they when they uh, invent a time machine, you gotta go back and tell teenage Fortuan to uh, do a real shithead move and like take your parents' car and go drive it on the field and do donuts, tear it up that way. Gosh, teenage me might try to punch adult me if I if, if I tried to convince him of that. Like, I was pretty, I was pretty straight and narrow as a kid. <laughs> you can't, you can't take on teenage version. You can't take on huh? teenage version of yourself. You're gonna let him punch you in the face. Nah, I probably can't. He was actually fit. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a lot more fit than I am. <laughs> Yeah. Less angry though. Less. Uh, I got the anger on my side as a I was gonna say. <laughs> You've got the knowledge and the experience though. Maybe. <laughs> it's a weird concept. Can you beat up your teenage self? It's a maybe. Tune it's in next week maybe. for that show. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, we used to do this. And we haven't done it lately because, you know, we're more general podcast than Monster Hunter. But, but I used to do this question. So I'm curious. If you could date a monster from Monster Hunter, which mm-hmm. monster would you date? It's oh, interesting. Um, this is one that was like every guest had to answer it in the beginning <laughs> of me doing this podcast. Not a big fan of dating and like romance simulation in, in video games. Don't really sure. go out of my don't go out of my way to do it. As a single um, adult, I'm also not a fan of dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a married adult, I'm glad I don't have to date. But <laughs> so, yeah. um, Same. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, like, dating and dating simulation and stuff in video games has never been something I went for very much. But I guess I would have to go with the most, probably the most traditional pick here would probably be, like, Pink Raytheon. Okay. All right. All right. It's just because it seems like the most uh I girly. Don't know, like, most girly, most traditional, most uh vanilla okay. choice. <laughs> you I mean know. she's got some rage on her, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and poison. You gotta worry about the poison. But Alright. <laughs> Respectable answer. Ace, did you have something for him? Um, I was going to say, what's your favorite monster? 
from the series so far? Yeah, that's a loaded question. There's a lot of great ones, isn't there? Uh, right. <laughs> I always say I like them all, except for that one stupid fucking Shakalaka King. He's just going to die King. in his barbecue fire. That was going to be my favorite, so it looks like we're... I'm just... <laughs> <sighs> I mean, yeah, that was... That it... was... Um... Oh, man, a favorite. Oof, it's tough. Um... I don't know. I would like the Elatrion fight in Monster Hunter World was I don't, it was the the best video game battle that I'd ever had. <laughs> you know, like when when I yeah. when that first came out, it was amazing. Fatalis was really started. good too, but Elatrion I liked even more, and I liked it even more too because I always loved using Element, and mm-hmm. it wasn't as powerful in World. And people got really mad that they had to use Element to beat him, and I love that. I'm like, yes, everyone that's only using Raw is crying online right now. And <laughs> I was already mm-hmm. set up to beat him. I already had a nice, a nice build, you know. Like, <laughs> I guess that's mm-hmm. me as a bow user speaking because we've always had to use Element. Um, oh yeah, or or ailment. Well, you yeah. can use both actually because of the yeah because coatings. Um, but that and then. I don't know. I just always enjoyed fighting Narcacuga. It's always been a good one. Um, yeah, probably just some more of those. Uh, Gold Raytheon actually is probably one of my favorites too. I've fought a lot of Gold Raytheons over the, the course of... Okay. Because Raytheon in general is a really good one. I think it's a really good one to train on. And like I said, I use a lot of different weapons, so I like to do a lot of practice with different weapons. So Raytheon is the go-to if I've made a new different way to play or whatever, try to come up with a different way to do so. Oh, let's go practice on Raytheon. And so Gold so, Raytheon... in fact, she's the one that kills me the most. Of any monster... Really? She will be the one to kill me. Ace has experienced this. It's just like, it's just going to happen. It's just yep. unavoidable. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I've been playing the game since the first one in 2004, and that yep. and that monster's been in every game. It's the first it, monster they ever it, made. Yeah, like, uh, and it will still get me with that tailspin every once in a while. I was going to say, like, uh, the dragon from Sonic and the Black Knight and Aaron's freak out over that from Game Grumps. Unavoidable spin move. Unavoidable spin move. Yep. And I carded you killing me. Now, I will say I do believe that in Rise, I never carded to her. So. Yeah, Rise is (laughs) that way with a lot of monsters, I feel like. Yeah, fair. Okay. That's a good one. Um,. Another question I had for you, and this is, I, I don't, uh, so what I'm basically doing, thinking of is like sort of like episodes that we've already done as a group. So sort yeah. of getting your, your take on it. So what, uh-huh. one of the ones is what is your hottest video game take? <laughs> I think I said it last week. I said Dark Souls 2 is the best Dark Souls. Yeah, that was a bold <laughs> yeah, statement. That was, that was a, that was a spicy one for sure. That was. It's my favorite Dark so, Souls. I don't know if it's the best. Okay, that's subjective. That depends on what you want to say about, you know, what everyone else thinks. In my opinion, it's my favorite of the three Dark Souls games. And I'm not going to try to... How, keep... do you, how, 
How do you, you play Dark what? Souls? Like, what's your preferred play style in that? Great sword or big, big hammer or something like that. Big hammer. Okay. Big, big weapon. weapon. Yeah, big weapon. I like shields too. Shields dodge. are fun. Like I said, yeah. lances. Lance is my third most played weapon in Monster Hunter, so I like playing like that too. Um, Super block. Yeah. So why is why is Dark Souls two the best? Well, they got a lot of things that were good. One of the biggest things that beats that I like it more than Dark Souls three is that when you start a new game in Dark Souls two, there's a few directions you can actually go. Like you actually can be strong enough to go a couple mm. different ways from the beginning. If you play Dark Souls 3, there's one way to go. Dark Souls 1 has kind of that, but really the other ways are way too hard to go. So I like that. There's there's variety right at the beginning, so you can start and get into another playthrough before you get bored of it, you know, because you're in the same area again, which happened to me when I played Dark Souls 3 multiple times. I'm like, oh, I'm in Fair and Keep again, stuck in the swamp again. Like, what's yeah. what's the Which one has the Undead Village? Because... I swear to God, whenever my husband is playing that game, that is the only place he is in. Because He's you have to go there. In the Dark Souls 3, you have to go there, right? <laughs> There's no way around it. Whereas in Dark Souls 2, I don't place with have... A bunch of... Is that the place with a bunch of snakes? No. The... No. Undead Settlement, bunch of snakes. I, I was thinking like they were like flower snakes or like group bunches of... Sna- I don't know. I think it, you're like, thinking of I'm... the... Uh... What the uh, Yarnum Woods from yeah, Bloodborne, Bloodborne with the yeah. sort of like hydrofoils? Oh. Yeah, yes. probably, probably. Because I'm I'm mixing it up because I've only ever seen both. Uh, well, now I've played Bloodborne, but I've only ever seen Dark Souls three through Game Grumps. I did not play three, and I only played a bare, little bit of two. And number one, I got to the final boss. I didn't beat the final boss, but I took enough tries on the final boss and I said, you know what? I've played this game. Didn't beat it, but I've played it and put it down. <laughs> so, yeah, that and might then, be where that's coming from. I don't know. The other things, like if you had played Dark Souls 2 when it was still hot with like online community and stuff, like when it still had online players, it had the best PvP, better than Elden Ring, better than it mm. it was because you're not as fast in like in dark souls 3 and in elden ring and stuff you're so fast that even if you like make a bad choice you could still just roll out of it you don't get hit by the other player right like there's almost no consequences it's just uh, you know gotcha. where dark souls 2 was slow enough that you had to be methodical with your attacks and you had to try to think one step ahead which i was a lot of fun and it wasn't broken like Dark Souls 1 PvP where it was just backstab the other player to win. Um, so sure. that was a really fun when it was... And, and it's too bad they weren't able to recapture that with any of their new games. Because um, I haven't enjoyed From Software PvP since then. <laughs> um, okay. They also had a crazy amount of weapons compared to 1 and 3. They had way more weapons and way more options for... Uh, spells and stuff Fair. like that too um and that's always a, a bonus for me you know if i can play it a different way again that's going to be more fun than if i have to play it the same way again the story was also far less vague if i remember yeah i mean i was never one of those like lore hunting p- 
people. I wasn't like, oh, read every item description. I'm like, it's cool. It's fine. I know. If you like to no. do that, that's great. But I'm not going to read every item description and whatnot to try to figure out no, the story. Yeah, no. There's only a few games that I really care about the lore and the story. Diablo being one of them, but like not a lot of them that I'm super invested like that. And then two more, po- two more quick points about it. Um, bonfire aesthetics lets you reset an area to new game plus without setting the whole game to new game plus um, mm. so you could refight bosses you could get new game plus rewards from bosses that you couldn't get from new game one but you didn't have to play the whole game again um, Interesting. and they were limited you couldn't get I mean okay you could farm them in a certain spot so I guess they were infinite but they were pretty hard to get um and so that was a fun mechanic, I thought, because that's one thing that, that's always bothered me. It's like, hey, you want to fight that in-game boss? Well, you got to play the whole game again. It's the only game in the ser- in a- any of their games that you can do that, except Sekiro, where you have the boss rush mode. But, um, yep. And then my last point is just Fume Knight boss is amazing. <laughs> it's the best from sure. boss. He's okay. crazy and... I had to beat him like a little bitch the first time I used the bow and rolled away the whole time and shot him with an arrow and rolled away because I couldn't beat him. He was so tough. But uh, yeah, eventually I was able to beat him the regular way too. Uh, sure. But yeah, that's uh, those are my reasons. And I know there's a lot of people that would say I'm wrong, but that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's why it's called a hot take, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. So I have a question for you. In the Souls uh, genre, how have you played any of the non-From Software games? Uh, so like Lies of P yeah. would be a big Did one. You ever, I didn't play Lies of P. But I don't know. The Victorian, like Bloodborne kind of art style is not like my favorite. Like, you know. Well, that was a From Software game. So. Yeah, I know. I know. I know Bloodborne, well, was, but a... Lies of P has a similar art style kind of yes. like vibe. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay, that's so what Lies, I mean. Lies I... of P was. Gotcha. Yeah, so I played it. I played most of Bloodborne, but um, yeah, I don't know. Lies of P didn't didn't attract me, but I've played. Do you ever? Uh, Do you ever hear of Ashen? I played that one. It was like a little bit more cartoony, kind of. Uh, I heard of it. I never played. Yeah, I played I heard that of it, one. Never played it. I've seen like like Remnant. I've always kind of wanted to get in and play that one. I haven't played it yet. Um, Remnant kinda is, kinda isn't. Yeah, um, I will guns. say, uh, Chronos, uh, before the Ashes, is a more apt comparison. Which Chronos is a prequel to the Remnant series. Mm-hmm. Um, same world. And then there's like that Lords of the fun. Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. That. I haven't played yeah. that one either. I just I was looking I at it. Yeah. So like, there's others that I would try. It's just between. I, I would say uh, of new, the ones that I have played. Go ahead. I said between new Monster Hunter games and new FromSoft games and other games, I'm like not getting around to all of those, you know. But sure. Um, <clears throat> I would say of the ones that I played in the genre that I really enjoy, Chronos. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, which the cool thing about that, the Chronos one is you start out off as a teenager. You're 18. Every time you die, you come back to this world a year later because you've been kicked out of the the world for a year. So you don't die, but like you get kicked out of the world and you come back a year later. So you're older. So you get 
more strength and more endurance and that kind of stuff. Your stats go up. Uh, but once you hit like 40, you stop getting strength and endurance oh, and stuff. Start going down. And you start getting intelligence and wisdom. Oh, okay. And you start getting better at spells. And that kind of That's thing. cool. That's an interesting. And you can idea. always you can always level up and sort of like do your own build, but like the more you die, the easier it is to cast spells I also and the harder played... it is to do physical stuff. Yeah. That's funny. I also played that one called Mortal Shell. Did you ever That was another one I was gonna say. Mortal yeah, Shell. I did play that one partially. Uh, I finished that one. That one's uh-huh. really good. Uh, I didn't use its main mechanic at all. Oh, because uh, it <laughs> okay. was just a little too complex for me. It's not that it was too complex. I don't like counter mechanics in that way. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, hey, during a combo, mortal shell yourself so that you can keep doing the combo when they try to hit you. And I was like, that's no. It's I'm just going though. to dodge and attack when I'm going to take the monster under mentality. I'm going to pre dodge and attack yeah. during openings. I don't like iframing. I don't like, yeah, I know. Stuff like that. Um, and the last one that I was going to talk about is Elderborn, which is Elderborn is a crazy one. Have you seen this one? Maybe. Not sure. I don't, it doesn't ring a bell right away. You're, so think of like Conan the Barbarian style world. Everyone's a barbarian. Everyone's just like nuts. Uh, and it is a first person like Soulsborn. Uh, a lot of the enemies are dangerous, like the smaller enemies. Um, there's a really fun kick mechanic where you can just kick people off of ledges and stuff. Uh, it's very kinetic versus other things in the genre, but it also focused a lot on you know the giant boss fights and getting it right and doing it a bunch. And... Have you seen the YouTube channel Iron Pineapple? No. He I does a whole series on like, Oh, I played all these different Souls-like games, so I like I watch a bunch of his videos. He's got man, he's been hmm. coming out with ones that are like hour and a half, and it's just like ten different Souls games that he played, and he talks about them and stuff. And Jeez. so sometimes I'll have him on in the background or something if I wanted to watch one of his videos. But um, okay, there's a lot of interesting ones on there. It's really because he just goes. I guess he calls it steam dumpster diving, and so he goes. <laughs> just on steam and it's like souls like tab and then it's just like okay let's look at all these so there's some crazy ones from like crabs fighting with swords to, you know to the traditional souls like crab crab fight is a fighting game okay it's not a souls game is it i don't know if it was crab fight it's like a third person you're a crab oh, okay. and you have a sword and the other guy has like a That's samurai different. sword and you could have like a great sword and yeah, so I don't. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. No, I was funny. thinking like the fighting game where people played as different crabs and were like <laughs> pulling off each other's claws and stuff. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, okay. All right. Um, uh, I don't. I I'm kind of out of questions. Do you guys have some more? Another test. Mm. What is your opinion of Monster Hunter now? Didn't download it. Oh boy. Didn't play it. Don't play Sounds it. Sounds like Good a test. <laughs> I play it yeah. because it's a good time killer. Yeah. Every now and then. But my god, is it like yeah. such like Egregious. a Yeah. Flip from I can't like I can't play on a touch screen. Hunter. I don't like playing games on a touch screen that like covering the 
yep. what I'm trying to play, and then, you know, Monster Hunter can be frustrating enough. I don't need to try to play it on my phone. <laughs> I mean, it works well enough as yeah. far as, like, the touch and motion controls. The only real issues is that the drops are not at all reflective of what, of what Monster Hunter is. And then it's yeah. clearly oriented towards making you pay to play. Right. Yeah. And I saw what they did with Pokemon Go and stuff, are. and I'm like, not going to be interested in that when I heard about it. It's our Monster Hunter the game test. this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one that came out this year, though. Or I guess last, last year. year. Yeah, last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so no, sad. I refuse. Nothing came out. We're in a two-year hiatus. Which is a lot. Yeah, it is. I mean, but Sunbreak was amazing, but... Sunbreak was great. We gotta make it oh, yeah, through right. a whole another calendar year. That's okay. We got, we got lots of games coming up. Which, that being said, I did forget about one last week. And I was very upset that I forgot about it. Titan Quest 2. Another Diablo clone that I'm excited for. Don't know if it's coming out this year, but it was announced last year and could come out this year. Titan Quest 2. That's it. I don't have much else to say about it. <laughs> I talked a lot about Titan Quest. I love Titan Quest. They're coming out with a second one. It's amazing. THQ is still knocking out a park of reviving dead series and putting more energy into them than the original developers did like Titan quest, like kingdoms of Amalur. Uh, although kingdom of Amalur is a tragedy. Yeah. I do need I, to replay that still. I tried to play that game way back when it like had first come out or whatever. I, it's my opinion that the spell casting class is just hot garbage and you just need to play some combination of fighter or warrior, uh, fighter or rogue in that game. I wasn't at a point where I understood what an MMO was, so I didn't understand what was going on, really. <laughs> it's not, it's weird. It's like, it's like geared like an MMO, but it's really yeah. just like an adventure game. Yeah. Like, no, it's just made me really want to play WoW. Yeah. The same kind <laughs> of art style, for sure. Yeah. Literally just, the exact same. Even the little exclamation points above their heads and then the question mark when you need to turn your quest in and I'm just like getting the itch playing it. It's got the loot goblin aspect to it where you can just loot nearly everything. And it just like mm -hmm. it gets on it gets on my nerves at times, but eh, what can I do? People like mundane loot. I do not like mundane loot, but people like mundane loot. Give me those So you guys ready for, for rant two A C of of uh Diablo. <laughs> oh. Sure. So, as you know, I started season three, right? I'm having fun with a rabies druid. They actually made rabies druid a viable, not a viable, but we'll say they focused on rabies druid a bit. They gave it extra powers. Um, this season mechanic is traps. You go into a new kind of dungeon called a vault. It has a ton of traps. And we're talking like spinning, tr like 
triangles of fire that you have to like go between the spokes uh floor traps that are timed so you like got to step on it okay move on to the next one so they're slowing down the gameplay and you're fighting monsters the whole time you're dodging traps um you go through the dungeon you have so many stacks of a buff every time you get hit with a with a trap you lose a stack if you get to the dungeon with x amount of stacks you can open up a chest and those chests have between one required stack and then when you get into harder difficulties there's two chests there's a one and a four so having five stacks is what's required that is the season mechanic essential oh and you get a little little robot buddy that you can customize with droppable skills so this is the premise of the uh mechanic right um this is literally the most hated season Diablo has ever faced in any Diablo. And you know what? I'm sick of their shit. And I'm not talking about Blizzard shit. I'm sick of the fans shit. Because... <laughs> I mean, that's been the general theme of Diablo 4 for you. Is I'm sick of the fandom. Because it seems like yeah. all they are doing is complaining and shitting on the devs when they don't develop games. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, yes, that is that is the gist of my problem with the fans. And I will say that, yes, this season feels a little lackluster in comparison to what we were being, quote-unquote, promised. Um, however, I think it's interesting to have a little extra companion that does stack with uh, companion buffs. So mm -hmm. like if you're a necromancer who pulls up a bunch of skeletons, this thing gets buffs from your companion skills. Like if you're a druid who has companions and you have like plus companion damage on your, your ring or whatever, it gets extra damage. It is a companion. So it gives a companion to classes that don't have companions, like a barbarian. Right. And... You get to customize the skills to be like, hey, do you want this thing to be entirely defensive and just heal you the whole time? Do you want it to be offensive and throw shit at enemies? Or do you want it to be in melee and sort of taunt enemies to it while you throw shit at enemies? So, like, it's, like, not that terrible of an idea. And you can customize it, and, like, the runes that drop are kind of fairly common... And it has a level up mechanic of finding more of the runes, which they want you to farm. And they give you a crap ton of this stuff. Well, hello again, Oreo. Um, <laughs> like, I don't get what people are asking for at this point. Like, they're like, oh, the traps. You know, part of the reason, and I've seen some people that I respect their opinions most of the time talk about this. That, that people are upset about the whole traps is because it slows down the game. I was like, because that's just because you're just running through all the traps, you're just getting all the buffs that you can because you can afford because you farmed up enough buffs that it doesn't matter. You're beelining it through the traps, fighting no monsters, getting to the end and complaining it's boring. Maybe you're not playing it the way it's intended to be played. Like... I get yeah. it to a degree, 
they want to incentivize you to play a certain way and you can play whatever way you want, but like, let's just say this. If you're playing an old N64 game and you pull up IGN and type in a cheat code and call the game boring, that's your fault. That's not their fault. That's your fault. <laughs> like, oh, it's boring. Well, then don't be boring. Don't do boring things. Like, I don't understand. Now, granted, that doesn't mean that, like, if you do the things and the mechanics and you still don't like it, that that's not a valid opinion. Sure. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But, like, when the complaint is, I ran through it and did nothing of what they asked me to and did only the thing that I wanted to do, and then I got to the end and stood there and let the thing open, I don't feel that's a valid criticism. In the slightest. Mm -hmm. Like... I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The, uh... The... Diablo fandom seems to be very back and forth on the validity of its frustrations. Like, I get being frustrated by the infamous uh, mobile game. Yeah. Thing. Now with uh, oh, yeah. Monster no, Hunter just, just now like with, being its own thing. But yeah, uh, just like with Monster Hunter now, Diablo Immortal can go fuck itself. Really, it's pay to win too. Really mm -hmm. bad pay to win. Yeah. Like egregiously like, so. If they came out with a mainline game and it didn't have what I wanted, I'm not going to, like, accost the devs at conventions or, like, accost them online or in, like, Reddit AMAs and things like that. I'm just going to be like, it's not what I wanted, but I enjoyed aspects of it. Like, I don't yeah. need to tear down the, ga the game and, like, shit on devs just because it wasn't my flavor. I can go back and play other Monster Hunter games. Like, Fair enough. It's not that big a fucking deal. It's just, it's aggravating to me that, like, it feels like this bandwagon mentality of, like, Diablo 4 is bad, let's just shit on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, where was the, where was the thought into your opinion here? Like, when I, you know, when I have an opinion on why I don't like something or why I like something, I try to back it up with reasons and other things. Like, I mean, yes, I fully admit and understand I am a shill for Diablo. That is a bias that I have. That is not questionable in any manner or, or fashion. I love the series. Now, do I have problems with Diablo 4? Yes. And I agree with a lot of the criticism. Itemization is boring. It is not exciting to get a legendary and be like, nope, nope. Just like, it's you're just like, trash, trash, don't care about that, trash. That is the way most of the items are in the game. And to be fair, I think that's been a problem with Diablo since game one. Like, <laughs> like I don't... That's not that's not a new problem. They're just not finding ways to make it more interesting or fix it. Now, other games I've played in the genre come closer to not having that problem at first, and then you get further along in that build or whatever you're doing. Nope, trash, don't care about it. F 
fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, they're just like, that's just the way that the genre is. There's just garbage. Garbage items that you salvage to possibly upgrade something later. Like, that's the way it is. Um, not that I feel that Last Epoch is going to fix it, but I'm definitely going to be playing because it has some interesting things that may fix that itemization thing. Titan Quest 2, also in the genre that I just mentioned, specifically had called out Diablo 4 in their advertising saying, we're going to have interesting itemization. Now, they should back that up. <laughs> Probably. I'd like to know what that is, other than just saying, ha-ha, let's just joke on Diablo 4. I'm still going to love Diablo for its story. I still love Diablo 4 for its story. I'm still buying the expansion day one and playing the shit out of it. And you best believe, I'm still going to be talking about this game on this show, because I still love it. But And I'm sorry, guys. I know. I'm alone on an island with this game series, but it's the way it, <laughs> the way it is. Seriously, no one else is playing that I know right now. Chauncey's out. The high school friends that I was playing with up in every season until now are out. Literally everyone else out. I am only the only person playing this season. You know, there are other people on Reddit playing it, but you know, I don't you know, I don't interact with them or do that. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think traps are the most interesting thing, but it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, do do we really in what game has traps been the most interesting mechanic? I, I don't. Do you like them in? I mean, Baldur's... isn't it isn't it just in line with isn't the theme constructs? Yeah, it yeah. is. So I mean, like, it makes sense. Yeah, and sure, it's not the best theme. It's not my favorite theme for the seasons. I think season two. I think I agree with the general audience that season two so far is the best, as far as like theming goes. But. In my opinion, the game has only improved because they're still increasing build diversity. They're still fixing it as it goes. Uh, because, yeah, Diablo 4 is not a perfect game. It never was, and it probably never will be. And uh, it wasn't close to what they promised when they first released. But I still enjoyed it. So, it's not. but I don't, I'm not just going to shit on it just because I didn't, I don't know. It's like they're expecting the, the, the moon and back every time and getting mad because they didn't get that. Like, I don't... <sighs> but to be fair, this happens in all sorts of games. Yeah. It just happens to happen every three months for Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little tired of hearing it from people, I guess. I don't know. But I'm having fun being a werewolf. I do have a legit complaint about being a werewolf in the game, though. All the fucking powers are for werebears. Like, all of them. Like, when I was playing a little bit and Dylan hopped on, I found a werebear item. And I was like, more werebears. I don't want to be a bear. I was, I've was. i already had my thing with a bear this week. I just don't need it. <laughs> um... But yeah, there's a lot of skills that really buff werebear abilities. Like, I keep constantly see them. And, like, the werewolf ones are, like... Like, there's this really... The Grizzly Rage is, like, the ultimate ability. You played... Oh. Did you play enough to get an ultimate ability, Sasha? Like, the Reign of Arrows was one of them for the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes. the Death Trap. Yes. So, the bear build equivalent is Grizzly Rage, where you just scare everything around you and you get super tanky. 
And the werewolf one is you dash a bunch, dash around slashing a bunch of people and you become an invulnerable. Cool. Right? Mm-hmm. The legendary power that adjusts the grizzly bear one is you become a dire bear and you get to do all this crazy stuff with it, right? The legendary power that buffs the werewolf ultimate is that you get the grizzly bear dire bear one and it just counts as a wolf skill. And they do this for a couple legendary powers. Instead of buffing whatever the werewolf Akluna is, they just make a werebear skill a wolf skill and buff that bear skill as a wolf. Seems a little lazy. Yes! I am not happy about this. So, like, while they did improve the the rabies druid being the uh, wolves that uh, rabies is a skill that when you're in werewolf form, you bite someone and they get poison damage and it spreads to everything on the screen. This is the shorthand of what a rabies build is. Poison wolf. And I love it. And they're, one of the things that they did is that you can have... you. One of the skills is you have wolf companions. So I have two wolves that follow me around. One and do of the, they have rabies too? One of the things is they can now spread rabies. That's one of the legendary powers. Is They also get to spread rabies. And then another one is they become werewolves also. So I'm just a pack of three werewolves running around all the time. And I love it. It looks like thematically it's fun. Um... And then I found a ring that added another wolf. So I now have me and my three wolf buddies who are also werewolves giving everyone rabies. And it's hilarious to me. But it's not, I mean, I'm not doing super strong. I'm not doing super well, but it's okay. Like, I'm not. The f- four wolfmen of the apocalypse. I like it. Sounds yeah. like we need to get uh, Michael Scott to put together a rabies fun run to. Cure all the rabies you've been spreading. Oh my god. <laughs> now that that is a word. Uh, oh, oh, and no, Sasha this is, Sasha this is how my brain works. Now I have to look up the whole thing. Yeah. And Sasha did get my uh uh reference so the I, Negan I, thing? The Negan thing. Yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, wait. So Supernatural's dad is Negan. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I I read that comment and I would like reference back in the chat. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? It was super <laughs> like late at a night. Solid had, day later. Yeah, I was super late at night. I had just watched it, and I've since been watching King of the Hill again because the chance allowing me to watch it through his Hulu. Um, so I'm going to finish King of the Hill and then I'll go back to Supernatural, but. Oh man, I was like, "That's Negan." I don't even like, I don't even like uh, uh, Walking Dead. And I was like, "That's Negan." Their dad is Negan. I was like, "Is this the only Just... role in which the dad has not been a jerk?" Because like everything he's else he's played, he's been a jerk. Just a really handsome family, the Winchesters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also played a dad in. Uh... The new suspense thriller movie Fall, where those two girls are okay. trapped on the uh, old phone tower in the desert. Uh, but the oh yeah, going back to the rabies run name, the <laughs> Michael's Michael Scott's Dunder Mifflin Scranton Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro Am Fun Run Race for the Cure. Beautiful. 
And then we can not remember that episode. And then we can get a giant novelty check made out to science (laughs) and give it to a stripper. Yeah, I mean, that's a Michael Scott thing for sure. That is. I watched all of The Office, but it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. My fa- favorite episode is still the. Pr- I don't even remember most of the episode, but I just remember Dwight had recently been upgraded to the fire marshal of the building, and then he sets the trash can on fire for to show something, and then yep. the, the the intro cuts, and then the episode starts. They're all outside while the building's on fire. Or you're not on fire, but like smoke's coming out of it. The fire department's there. Some that's idiot a, let a trash can on fire. <laughs> that's the episode I use that for when I do staff training on incident reporting. I'll play the video of them. Uh, Sorry, uh, no. My you're thinking my brain. of two different episodes. Yeah, you yeah. combine you two are. episodes you're merging, together. You're yeah. merging. He didn't start the fire and the episode where they have he puts the cigarettes in the trash can to deliberately like test their fire drill. Yeah. So cause... the fire drill episode is the one that I use for incident reporting, and I make everybody pick like a staff member and then write their incident report of all the things that they did wrong and what they should have done differently. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah, because the. Yeah. I bet you get, that's the one where the, there's them. actually a fine. fire that you're thinking of is when Ryan burns his panini and they all have to evacuate. No, I'm spe- and then I'm, yeah. spe- I'm specifically thinking trash cam. So like if I got it, yep. him being fire marshal wrong, I don't remember the panini thing at all. But uh, but yeah, he like blocks off some of the doors. He- that's the one. The fire, the trash can one is the one where Stanley has a heart attack, and then they go through like CPR training afterwards, and Dwight cuts yep. the face uh, off the dummy and is like wearing it. <laughs> yep. So that's the one you're thinking of. The one where they're outside when the fireman shows up is the one where Ryan burns the panini, and they're just out there okay. talking. Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> okay. All right. Maybe I do have mixed up. I don't know. It's been a it's been long a while. time. It's been a long time since I've watched them. They were still on Netflix at that time. Are they still? On, <laughs> no. Are they still on Netflix? No. Peacock. I think, so. I think God, you watch like the it. first five seasons free on Peacock. Uh, you don't I'm have not, to have a subscription. I'm not. Uh, it's not worth it to me to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's not worth it. Um. So, was there anything else that you would like us to know, Dylan, about your gaming stuff? Anything that you're passionate about? Um, right off the top, I can't think of anything. Um, it's fine. Super pumped for Monster Hunter Wilds, man. You know. Uh, oh, we all are, except for Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it gonna take? What I'm gonna try to be like a used car salesman. What do I have to do today to get you in a Monster Hunter video game tomorrow? <laughs> Give wow. her a hyperbolic time chamber. Where there it is. Her. That is yeah. that is the correct answer. Is yeah. my my free time is yeah. very limited. Right. So uh, I definitely want it to be spent on thing, things I know I'm going to love. Have you ever tried like one? Robocop. Have you ever like like started one or anything like that or no? 
No, um, and it sounds like the closest I've come to that is Dragon's Dogma, and it did not uh, didn't <laughs> the, suck me in. The beginning, the, the beginning of Dragon's Dogma is not a fair representation of Dragon's Dogma or Monster Hunter. So, <laughs> no, Dragon's Dogma does not play like Monster Hunter in the slightest. There's very little correlation between them aside from did you see possibly some monsters and possibly some movement. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in some of the move sets of the, the weapons. Um, did you see in right. the uh, in uh, Dragon's Dogma two? They just released, or they were showing that like the warrior now has like a great sword tackle move that he can do, just like Monster Hunter. <laughs> no, I, I haven't watched yeah. anything on two. Yeah, I, I was gonna watch it. Someone review the first twenty minutes of it or something. Um, or someone played two hours of it and talked yeah. about it. Like I was going to watch that, um, but I uh, ended up playing Call of Duty with Jared instead today. So and then I yeah. So Greatsword has a shoulder tackle just like in Monster Hunter now. <laughs> okay. There. I mean, they're allowed to cheat off themselves. It's yeah, I both mean, Capcom. But uh... so. Okay. I mean, I I do want to try to finish number one. And then try number two, but like, it depends. Like, I'm gonna be focusing on Diablo for a little while. Uh, I will probably drop it sooner than some other seasons because. Are you hey, playing no on? Playing. Are you playing on on PC on Steam? Yes. Okay. PC. Uh, not on Steam. Oh. Never on Steam. Not if I can help it. I am not a Steam fan. Okay. Uh, so I play through the Blizzard launcher. Even though that's going to be dying soon. By the way, did you guys see the the giant layoffs from Blizzard uh, and Microsoft? Well, Microsoft y- did a lot of bunch yeah. of layoffs, but most of them yeah. were from Blizzard. I think I did see that. Um, I Blizzard also President saw. Mike I saw there was another big company that had a bunch of layoffs. Riot. Riot, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, Riot laid off 500 yeah. people. Microsoft laid off about 2,000 people. Yeah. Mostly yeah, from then... the mostly from the Activision Blizzard side, but also some from Microsoft Game Microsoft Game Studios. A lot of Microsoft itself, because uh, teams shit the bed, like nationwide. Mm-hmm. Microsoft teams fully shit the bed. Mm-hmm. Right after all the layoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were dealing with that yesterday into today as well. So. Hmm. What awesome. Imagine what. what oh, happens. you're, you're, ta- you're talking. You're talking. You've seen this uh, business pla- uh, app. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't we we don't have fancy things. We have Chauncey calls me and then we go out to lunch. And that is that is our <laughs> Microsoft Teams. Yes, yeah, no. Uh it is super inconvenient. Uh because Andrea's team, mm-hmm. we both work at the same company that uses Microsoft Teams for a majority of intercompany communication as well as uh that is what we've converted our phone system onto as well um it does not help when uh several of her team members cannot uh log on to 
that system or onto the VPN altogether to be able to, you know, work. Yeah, so this is this is the first like oh boy with the the all the Microsoft acquisitions that I was worried about. I was hoping we wouldn't have stuff like this, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> now, that being said, a lot of people are congratulating the Blizzard layoffs, even though I don't think Yabara. See, Mike Yabara wasn't part of the the whole issues with Activision Blizzard. As far as we know, uh, mm-hmm. because he worked at Microsoft for 22 years before he worked at Blizzard. Yeah. So that's not fun for him. And then the, uh, I don't know if you guys looked into it, but I, I've seen a couple things because it's you know Diablo related and part of the part of the Diablo stuff I was watching mentioned it. Um, basically, he said I'm going to work here at Blizzard as president until they kick me off, and then literally. He, that happened to him today. That's what he was extremely. Uh, a lot of people were saying he was extremely excited that his first BlizzCon was this past BlizzCon, and he was really like excited to keep leading Blizzard. And then after his first BlizzCon, he gets canned by Microsoft. Like, yeah. Gosh, that's rough for him. That's 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 uh that's a good old Zuko quote there. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and did you see you can uh, play Pokemon on games on Game Pass now? <laughs> uh, yeah, so my buddy Jared, instead of playing, he was like, hey, why don't we just try this instead of Call of Duty? He's like, I'd rather try Call of Duty right now. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it looks mildly interesting. However, the fact that it's super early access still, like, I'm just not... Mm-hmm. I get it. They're an indie dev and they're doing things that uh, Game Frank aren't doing. But um, oh well, apparently they're doing some things that Game Freak are doing. Are doing um, <laughs> like their models. <laughs> yeah, like some of their hidden models. Like there was some that released. There was one in particular that was like a very similar to a Mewtwo design that was mm-hmm. very very similar in design style and in animation style uh i mean there was even the one person who made mods that put pokemon into the now, game directly so so I mean, so a lot of people that. are very very concerned and nintendo has came out and said hey you know, we're going to look into this, but they have already put a cease and desist on the modder who did the Pokemon mod. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's from Nintendo's standpoint, it's sounding either legit or they're going to get in some major backlash because Nintendo is prepping for it instead of just like sending out a cease and desist quickly. You really think they would let them get away with all these sales though? Like if they could stop them, you think they'd let them. I don't think they far. have a choice if if it's legit. Now, if it's not legit, yeah, they they. they That's would. what I think. I'm like I'm saying it's it's they probably can't prove it. So at this point, That's if probably, they could, if I if think they are they're going to try to though because Nintendo I mean, historically yeah. has been pretty trigger happy on like overprotecting their IP. Like yeah, 
YouTubers especially know the the difficulties mm -hmm. that come from trying to, you know, just play their games and stream that or make videos on that. So Yeah, which is unfortunate. I think Nintendo really needs to get with the time, especially on the streaming and YouTube yeah. stuff. I mean, they yeah. they're getting better, but they're still not good. Um but like I don't know. I don't I haven't played Power World myself yet. Um but it's yeah, it's it's fishy. It's it, that's part of the reason why I just don't want to like I don't want to be like, "Oh, this game's awesome and I'm actually enjoying it." And then it get taken down by Nintendo. Um that's already happened to me once. I'm not doing it again. So It was unrelated. It wasn't copyright stuff. It was just the company that they partnered with had a game and I really liked that game. And then they stopped making that game because Nintendo partnered with them. So. Yeah. It was the only cell phone game I enjoyed. <sighs> oh, well. It was like playing ski ball. It really was fantasy ski ball, a fantasy gotcha ski ball. I loved it. And it's gone forever. Because uh, they made them because Nintendo made them make Mario Kart on the phone. So my more recent gaming PTSD has come mm -hmm. from Legends Arceus. Because yes. I've been getting back into that lately. And let me tell you, getting the final Pokemon that I needed to be able to go into the Arceus fight, uh, Amoris was pain in the ass to try and Which get. One? Amoris? Yeah, Which the one is that? the floating cloud god ones, the one that's like pink and has hearts. Oh, it's by far the yeah. most violent of the four of those ones out of Landorus, Tornadus, and. Uh, Thunderous. Thunderous, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those were annoying. I didn't have a ton of problems with them, but those were annoying. Mm -hmm. Like, like the I fact two, that two of them, I was able to surprise, actually sneak up on them and catch them immediately. Mm -hmm. But two of them, I was like, I had to fight. Like there was nothing. I fought all four of them, but like the first three. I was able to, like, come up on in some way, chase them down, hit hit them down, and get into a battle with them. But, like, mm -hmm. I had to go through several trials, and then I ended up using a tip that I looked up on YouTube. Because I don't like using tips like that or mm -hmm. like searching out tips i like to just do it for myself but i was having such a difficult time with it that i was like i need to figure something out because this just is not happening like i tried using yeah. stantler um i or the of all form of stantler i tried using braviary to airdrop in but like nothing was working and then it spams the tornado attack that puts confusion on you as well so much that I was just getting hayoed left and right. 
So more than more than a couple of times, I had to just shut the game off and take a break and come back mm. to it like the next day because I was getting angry with it and I was like, I can't keep doing this. I need to be done for today. And then and then I had to deal with Arceus. And that was its yes. own struggle. Because it had been yes. it's been like six to nine months since I've like hardcore played the game. So I was out of like practice, practice. with the bosses in the game and the mm -hmm. mechanics of that. So having to re-remember re the locking on system and then to do the throw the orbs at it all while trying to dodge these moves that I'm experiencing for the first time and then dealing with its freaking like time distortion one where it then like rockets out at you it was just bananas but I was oh, yeah. finally sure. able to do it and I was able to get RCS after much struggle. So now I've been just going and doing like the, the challenges lately and getting rewards off of that. Getting tons gotcha. of rare candies, so that's good. That makes that makes the pain somewhat worth it. Yeah. I mean it's it's good that you're enjoying the time with it. Cap, seriously. What is with so I don't know, um, ace but uh like with power world showing up do you feel like like if game freak had done more to innovate pokemon would power world even be able to be as successful successful as it is like yeah if pokemon was already steps ahead of it i mean i haven't I played scarlet or violet so i don't think i can super speak okay. to that and i haven't played uh what shining diamond and some radiant pearl or whatever it is the other two that uh, so recently came out I, those were I just the remakes played, though right yeah they were just the remakes now yeah i played improvements in the remakes i played the pearl pearl i think it was what one it was i played yeah, that i one. had diamond chauncey had pearl yeah I, I felt like it was just it was just the old games it wasn't anything new it was i mean like... it was <laughs> it was my first time doing bug trainer cham in those yeah. games. I, I don't know if I've ever told you about that, but I got bored with Pokemon, so I made myself cosplay as Bug Trainer, and I only use Bug types for the longest time. And I didn't do it in Arceus, and I didn't do it in the latest ones, um, Scarlet and Violet, but everything else I've done it with. And I did it in Diamond and Pearl, and, uh, and the Diamond one, all I had available to me in the first gym was Cricketot. So, cat. Seriously, what? All right. So, Cricketot uh, versus Onyx, not a fun fight. I can imagine. Yeah. Or Cricketune also. So yeah. It yeah. Just... Um, I will say, uh, Pokemon and Nintendo's IP at large, I think, struggles or sort of isolates and hinders itself by innovating and being more available. Uh, I don't condone piracy 
but I understand exactly why it happens because it's clear that there is a market for people who want to play those games and when your IP is on old systems that are failing and then are few and far between and then there are uh, what value essentially value markets if you want to call them that where people Mm -hmm. are like collecting and hoarding the games themselves and artificially inflating the value to insane prices i mean yeah i kind of think you're creating a a scenario that leaves enthusiasts and consumers in general with very little choice and i i don't know it's a very it's a very complex line to walk because well i don't think it's necessarily right to have those things pirated or emulated uh i don't think that those who provide those services because nintendo won't should be faced with multi-million dollar fines that they'll be paying off until they're dead like that's a bit excessive and ridiculous also power world is doing things that pokemon will never do that's true we're never gonna give the pokemon's guns (laughs) right no there's never gonna be guns involved whatsoever in a pokemon game uh because they deem it strictly as a child's game and they are Mm -hmm. not about that uh i doubt we're ever going to have a full-on survival crafting game that pal world is uh, which is another reason why i was very hesitant to try it uh given my disdain for crafting and survival in games um seriously people that's what i cut out of my DD campaigns when we do them because it's not fun <laughs> oh um you don't want to have to drink water to stay alive in your video games <laughs> I do that in real life. I'm not, I know. I'm not about that <laughs> no, game. I agree. I mean, actually, that was one thing I like. So I, I mentioned earlier before we started, but I mentioned I started playing Entrouded a, uh, a little yes. bit today. I only put about three hours in it or something, but um, so I'm not very far. But one thing I like so far is that, like, it's survival crafting, right? But uh, yeah your hunger meter's not like if you don't eat you're gonna die it's like if you it's like monster hunters like if you eat you get a lot more health for this amount of time uh gotcha so that's cool i like that it's like if you drink you get more stamina for this amount of time so it's more like do you want to so you're, you're preventing debuffs versus yeah you're not yeah versus... you're not like just gonna die if you stop eating it's just so oh no i didn't eat this one yeah. Chicken in time wasted. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how the rest of the game turns out. It's not any like smash hit success in my eyes so far. It's it's fine. But that that was one thing yeah. that I enjoyed. And then um like the building mechanics itself is, is kind of fun. Like I built a little little blacksmith shop on a little house and stuff. It's you know it looks good and it didn't take that much time and it didn't take that much gathering either you know because sometimes in those games you're like to build a house you've got to gather for days <laughs> yeah um, 
So yeah, that's that's encouraging. Um, but yeah, I get yeah. the idea. I get the the vitriol you would have for those those mechanics in games. The survival crafting mechanics can be. Just it's the crafting more so than the survival lately, because it's like it felt yeah. like every game just shoved crafting mechanics into it. And while some games it's okay, like Arceus, Pokemon Arceus, I was okay crafting Pokeballs instead of buying them constantly. Now I did both. I bought and crafted them. However, I don't know. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, that really turned me off of that game really quick. Like, I get it. You're a survivalist out in the wild in a post-apocalyptic world. I don't fucking care. Like, I just don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to carry literally everything with me and have to become a master crafter on the fly. Like, I just... It, there's a balance for me, and, and then it goes wonky, and then get, like, it doesn't bother me in Monster Hunter. You craft stuff in Monster Hunter, but you're not the one crafting it, so it doesn't really mentally do the same thing to me it's like no 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 we're just gathering materials and giving it to the guy who knows how to do this shit or girl mm-hmm. you gotta craft mega potions on the fly during the fight fatalis fight or something yeah but that's like <laughs> that's like putting putting like uh an herb in a bottle of water and shaking it up and drinking it like it's just not it's not complicated in that world you know what i mean like yeah i, get I mean and i do it it's very not sparingly complicated in, the field. in horizon zero dawn no, it is not. However, it is everything. Everything that I had to pick up all the time. I ignore so much shit in Monster Hunter. It's not even funny. It's like, oh, that's a needleberry. Never will touch it. Don't care. Well, if you I don't play Bowgun, you never need to touch it. Exactly. I don't do on-the-fly crafting in Monster Hunter. The only reason why there's ever been any on-the-fly crafting in Monster Hunter is auto-craft. Because it crafts it as I pick it up. And I don't have to go into a menu and do it myself. You never because played if I have like, to go into a menu... Go ahead. You never played like Sticky Light Bowgun where you gotta keep filling your sticky ammos and keep shooting the head and knock him out like seven times in a quest? <laughs> nope. I have it's been so a much melee, fun. <laughs> I have been a melee user since the first game. And that was my very first playthrough. I was a heavy bowgun user. And then I had to deal with all buying and crafting all the ammo. And then I lost that save. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that again. So I'm doing a new one, and I played Greatsword. And I have not looked back to bow, to being a Bowmaster or, or whatever they call it. It's Blade Master and Gunner. I've never been a Gunner since. Well, Bow, you so, don't have to worry about the ammo, though. You're correct, and that's why I keep wanting to try Bow. I just don't like how Should. it works. It's a good it's a good entry into ranged in Monster Hunter if you want to do that. Every new game, I try every weapon for a couple the training quests or whatever i yeah. feel out which one i like and then i go with it and lately it's been great sword it's been great sword in a lot of games that's good so, it's hard to beat the big numbers big numbers are fun i mean i, I also like the fact that they can block mid combo in rise oh yeah. yeah like that's did you ever use search like slash blocking no it's fun it's a fun player I, I understand why people like it, but I do not like sacrificing health. I liked it because you could play like Element Greatsword effectively. Yeah. 
I still play Element Greatsword. Is it effective? I don't care. I still beat the monster. It's still effective. It's just not, I guess, optimal. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I do not play optimally. We'll say that. Which is... I play well, <laughs> not optimally. So. Um, uh, there was something else I was thinking of. Now I got the Diablo rant. Talk about Baldur's Gate. I don't know. Definitely Shield Robocop to Sasha. Because I was very surprised how much this felt like a Sasha game when I started playing it. <laughs> You'll have to tell me if you do play it, how you feel. Okay. I was kind of hoping it'd be on Game Pass or something, but it's just not. No, it'll be on sale, though. Well, it was actually my birthday present from Jared. So I was like, yes, I wanted Robocop. And then I started playing it, and I was like, this is entirely different. It's cool, and I like it. This is not what I expected. Also, I think from various people giving me birthday cards and stuff, they were all just like, because a lot of people know that I switched to Xbox, gave me a bunch of Xbox stuff. So now, like, my subscription's paid out to, like, November now. Nice. Or something like that. So... Pretty happy about that one. Um, I don't think I have much else tonight. I think, I think uh, Dylan, I think we've, we've got a good idea what you're about gaming-wise. Any other you know, questions from anyone else? Or? No. All right. <laughs> Ace had this face like, what else can I quiz him on? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Um, okay, so uh, we'll probably get a better idea of what we're doing next week soon. I don't really have any context uh, as to what exactly is going on. Is that is that already in February next week? I don't think it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. It is. Next week, Thursday, is February 1st. So it'll I don't be the want it third. to be February. Yeah. I'm not, not it... looking forward to it. I don't want it to be February, guys. Why? That's uh, one month closer to Monster Hunter Wild. So no, 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 no. That <laughs> is... I, so I actually got a court date for the stuff. Oh, the, oh okay. That's in February. It's early February. I think it's the 7th. <sighs> My identity theft crap. Oh. Yeah. So... Not looking forward to that. However, in February is Lost Ark, and hopefully I will have gotten far enough in Diablo for me to start that. So that's one nice thing about February that I'm looking forward to, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, if, you, uh, if anyone wants to follow us on the Discord or Twitter, at HunterSubPod, it's just HunterSubPod talking more games next week don't know what kind of games we'll be talking about but it'll be something and uh, so have a good night everyone see ya what bye bye